This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Alpha, Omega, the beginning and the ending of all things. I worship you. We bless your name this morning. Thank you for sustaining us over the night. Thank you for the success of yesterday's Bible studies from Faith Clinic. We are grateful for your word you brought unto us. Thank you for the testimony. Thank you for being our strength, our joy. Who is like unto thee? You are the ancient of this. You are the almighty God, reliable God, wonderful God. Who is like unto thee? Among the gods, there is none to be compared with you. Higher than the highest, wiser than the wisest, merciful God, loving God, kind God, powerful God. Who is like unto thee? We join the elders and the angels to say, hallowed be your name. Thank you for this blessed morning. Today, Lord, is before you as we enter the day two of our month of all round good news. Father, let good news continue in our lives. In the name of Jesus, you are the anchor upon which we rest our life. This morning, Jesus, our hope look unto you. Revive your people, revive their homes, revive their family, visit everyone that appear before you. And the ones, Lord, that are still dilly-dallying or on their bed or, Lord Jesus, wake them up. Holy Spirit, wake them up. In the name of Jesus, let there be testimony and salvation of soul. In Jesus' name, we are afraid. Amen. Please turn your Bible with me to Psalms chapter 9, verse 9. Psalm 9, verse 9. Then we are going to read together Psalm 46, Psalm 9, verse 9, and then we'll read verse 46 to chapter 46 together. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. God will continually be a refuge for you and your household in the name of Jesus. As we enter the last four months of the year, God will be a refuge unto you and your family in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus as we enter into the month of September. I know when we in back home, when people when it is time for this month of September, October, all the bababas, you know, people are scared. There's nothing to be scared about because the Lord is your refuge. Praise the Lord. Some for this. Psalm 46, Psalm 46, verse 1 to the end. We read together, one, two, go. God is our refuge and strength, our very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, Though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river, the stream whereof shall make glad the city of God, the only place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heading raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. 
what desolation he had made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease into the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the hidden. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Tell yourself the God of the Lord of hosts is with me. The Lord of hosts is with me. The God of Jacob is my refuge. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, before we pray, God is will be talking to us on the topic. Who is your anchor? Who is your anchor? Who is your anchor? Now, from this scripture, the two scriptures that we have read, uh, Psalms chapter 9, verse 9, and also the entire uh, book of Psalms chapter 46. It talks about God being our present help, our refuge, our very present help in time of trouble. He talks about, he reviews God as the one that the psalmist run to, as the one who is able to help and to deliver from all trouble. So brethren, I ask you this morning again, who is your anchor? Now, life, as many of us will know by now, is full of challenges, although life is very good. Life is good. Despite all the challenges that we face daily, life is wonderful. Like the motto of LG, LG, the Japanese company, their motto is life is good. I'm sure they caught that revelation from the Bible because God is good and he's good all the time. All the time, God is good. Now, so life is good but also full of many challenges, many challenges. And so sometimes because of that, that challenges alone could make some people, uh, you know, not focusing on the good part of life, but focusing on the challenging part of life. Uh, the truth is that also another thing to know about life is that life is also very short. Life is very short. Life is like a vapor. The Bible described like a vapor. It also described like a, like, a, like a grass or like a flower that looks so beautiful in the morning and the evening it withers. So life is good. Life is very short. But even despite the shortness of life and the goodness that are involved, there is also many challenges. Job tells us as well that a man that is born of woman, he said is uh, full of, you know, his days are full of many troubles. So Job also, uh, you know, he tells us about this because he also faced one. Now, but in times of trouble, the question is, who do we lean on? Who do we lean on in time of troubles, in time of challenges of life? Who do we lean on? That is the big question. Now, or who do we run to? Or who are the people we run to 
Who are the people we seek help from? Who are the people that, that are our allies? Who are the people that are our acquaintances? Or where, what are, which places do you run to for help? Who are the people? Where do you run to? And uh, who do you seek help from? Now, where you run to, where you run to for help is very important in the means of lifestyle. This morning, we actually begin looking at this important um, subject. You see, see, the psalmist says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, a very present. That means God will not be late. He is always right on time. God is always right on time. So one, you acknowledge that God, you are my refuge and strength. Lord, this month is my month of good news. Yes, you are my refuge. You are my strength. A very present help in trouble. That means no matter the trouble that you are facing right now, God is there with you. That means you will not be overwhelmed by that trouble in the name of Jesus. Look at what the psalm. So the psalm was very real and was very personal with God. He said, therefore, will not we will not we fear. Though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with swelling thereof, there is a river, the stream whereof shall make shall make glad the city of God the holy place of the tabernacles of the Mosai. God is in the midst of her. God is in the midst of her. That means no matter how ranging this, the storm may be in your life now, God is with you. God is in your midst. As a family, you will not crash. In the name of Jesus. In this month, it will be all around good news in the name of Jesus. Yes, God is in the midst of her. That means be still. That was why in the investor, it said, be still and know that I am God. So it's like God responding to the heart cry of the psalmist. He said, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the hidden. I will be exalted in the head. That means God is saying, among the wicked that are troubling you, you will be exalted. Praise the Lord. So again, I ask you this morning, who is your anchor? I'd like you to unmute your devices and then ask three people, who is your anchor? Who is your anchor? Who is your anchor? Who is your anchor? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, let's look at what is an anchor and who and what are examples of anchors that we wish that are common? Who is your anchor? Number one, an anchor is something that you hold on to. So an anchor is something you hold on to. It's something you hold on to to prevent falling, 
to prevent crashing, to prevent damage. It's like, it's like, it's like a pillar that sustains you in the midst of storms. Now, if, if you have a car, and if you don't have a car, in this month, God will provide you your own car. In the name of Jesus. Amen. If you are trusting God for another one or for a new one, the Lord will provide it in this month. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, if for instance now, you are traveling, maybe to, to, to church or to Brandon or to nearby city, you need a car. Or maybe you take a boat or maybe you take uh, an aeroplane as the case may be. But that car is like what sustains you from crashing. It sustains you as you drive through the road when other cars are passing. The reason why you will not fall into the beach, into the ditch is because the car has been built in such a way that it's able to sustain wind to some extent except if it is what we call boisterous wind. Boisterous winds are what causes things like hurricane. And this morning, we also pray for America. The Lord will calm every storm in America in Jesus' name. There shall be no hurricane in the name of Jesus. Whatever name is called, we calm that storm in Jesus' name. Anyone with uh, you have family members in America, the church of God, the body of Christ there, in the name of Jesus, we command the storms to cease in Jesus' name. So, so the car has been built to sustain storm. Now, a good example of what we hold on to is that I, I have never ridden in a, in a ship or in a long boat before. But I was told that, um, you know, a boat, a ship, all these big crews, now they've They've modernized in such a way that it's like uh, it's like living in a palace while you are traveling, or people now take leisure. People do their wedding and different things on on the big cruise and a lot of things. Now we were told there is something around in the ship that is called an anchor. That means what the ship hold on to, because the wind will push the 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 the, the, the boat or the ship this way to the left to the right but then somehow it still manages to stay, except if they are really strange wind. Every strange wind in your life, this morning I command them to cease in Jesus' name. Amen. In this month, it shall be your month of good news indeed in the name of Jesus. So an anchor is something you hold on to, or somebody you look on to, or somebody that you run to, or a place you run to, for help in time of trouble, because life is full of storm. Honestly, if I look at my own life, right from the time Christ saved my soul, anytime I'm faced with one challenge, I run to God. I run to him. And he has always been faithful. Does it mean that he, does, he won't use men or he has not been using men? Oh, yes, he uses men. But the peace that I enjoy when I run to God, when there's anything, oftentimes I say that whenever I'm faced with a disturbing situation or challenges, 
just give me opportunity to pray. And of course, the good news about prayer is that we don't have to pray like people of uh, other so-called faith who have to face certain direction. They have to face the moon. They have to face the deeds. Some have to face, you know, pray, you know, up again. Our own, in your heart, you can pray. That is the good news. In your heart, you can pray. As you are driving, you can pray. As you are cooking, you can pray. As you are studying, you can pray. You are in the class, you can pray. You are in the washroom, you can pray. Why even while you wake up on your bed, you can pray. That is a good news. Let's give Jesus a big round of applause that we are not limited in the place of prayer. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So who is your anchor? So the Lord has always been my anchor when I'm faced with trouble. Now I have been faced with many troubles in the past. Now I remember there was a time I was faced with trouble of, uh, you know, of, 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 of writing an English test. And I remember when I heard that and I went to my room and prayed. After praying and the Lord told me somebody to share with and the person gave me an advice. And that advice led to another glorious step, led to another glorious step, led to another glorious step. And we all came out successfully. You will come out triumphantly in the name of Jesus. Every storm that is facing your life right now, you are coming out with testimony in the name of Jesus. So an anchor is like a pillar that sustains you in times of trouble. Now, I want to say that every man needs an anchor. Every woman needs an anchor. No matter how spiritual you may be, even the pastor needs an anchor. Everybody, the ministers, the worker, bishops, everybody, president needs an anchor. You know, sometimes some of us might, might be looking at some people up there thinking that they don't have trouble, thinking they don't have one challenges in their life or the other. You see, it, the, the, the higher you go, the, the bigger the challenges. But the good news is that if you are on the law side, you will never crash. Amen. Because in the first place, it is God that is taking you up. And God is not a wicked God. He's not a God that take you up and drop you. No. That's why the psalmist said, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Now, so everybody needs an anchor. You need an anchor in your life. Now, let's look at examples. People's anchor. People's anchor, number one, are friends. When people are running into trouble, who is your first point of contact? That person is like an anchor. So, for instance, people's anchors ranges from their friends, their close friend. Their first point of contact is their close friend. Also, People's parents, they are like anchor. To some that still have parents, particularly biological parents, 
whenever the storm of life ranges in their marriage, in their finances, in their school, in their health, in their work, whatever thing, the first point of contact is their daddy and mommy. Ah, daddy, mommy, this has happened. No? That is like an anchor. So their parent is like an anchor to them. Now, also family members, uncles, friends, they are, they, they are some people's anchor. When they are faced with financial challenges or they are faced with one big problem, their first point of contact is their uncles, their aunties, their nieces, their friends, their nephews. Now, also to some people, their anchor is the government. The government. Now, you will see some, you know, in our generation now, you see some ladies saying they are single ladies. I mean, single mother, single mother. Uh, where did all those ideas come from? They are from the pit of hell. Now, those ideas gives more allowance for divorce and separation. We were talking to a very young woman. I mean, I don't, she's not even up to maybe 30. It's okay. I was told that she's less than 25. Already talking about being a single mother. Already saying, you know, saying, well, she's okay. You know, already thinking, and we, you know, myself and my wife were cautioning her. You are a very young woman. Why will your brain be thinking like that? You are less than 25. You are less than 25. And you are thinking that uh, like he is a single mother. So why? Because they, they understand that that status, that evil status, conferred on them some fringe benefit from government. We know a lady also who has, uh, you know, babies. We keep telling her, go and settle with your husband and live together. Settle with one man. You can't be having the babies for different men. We've been telling her we will not stop until the Lord change her. We're still telling her to now. Now, uh, she's not to her. She's okay being a single mother. Why? Because she's getting money from government. So the government can be a form of anchor to some people. Now, also to some is the internet. Internet now has been added to as a way of anchor for people. Any little problem, Google. How do you solve marriage problem? Ah. And then Google will suggest so many example and connect them to one stargazer from one psychologist to another and all of that. Or some will say, this is how they saw it. They went to be a parlor. They drink, they drink over the problem. Whenever there's problem, they just drink it and then they forget. And when they wake up again, the problem is back again in their face. Now, so the internet has become some people's anchor. Is the internet your anchor? Also, some people in certain places, number six, examples of anchor, certain places, when we mean what do we mean? Mountains. Mountains. Some people run to some places for help. They run, they believe that when they are in problem, until they run to a mountain, one particular mountain, that they were told that there's a prophet there. That if the moment you touch that mountain, your problem are so that mountain is like an anchor to them. Now, to some, it's like a rock or a riverside. That there's a particular river until they get to the side of the river and put their leg on it, their problem is not solved. 
To some is a tree, and the list is endless. Brethren, all of the above, they can provide some sort of anchor. But I wanted to know that storms are in levels. Storms are in level. If you are faced with, uh, you know, uh, storms of uh, headache, uh, it's okay to still, you know, you say, okay, well, um, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, die. Your friend is the one that gave you RV the last time. Now you go and collect RV again. But for somebody that is faced with cancerous problem, for somebody that is faced with life and death, <laughs> so the, the life challenges, brethren, the ranges. But again, the question is, who is your uncle? Jesus is the most reliable, most trusted, and authentic anchor to rest on. Is the most reliable. The Bible tells us, the psalmist said that seven times the word of God has been tried. So that means he never failed. Hebrews 13, I mean 13, 8 tells us, Jesus Christ the same yeah, today, yesterday, I mean to yesterday, today, and forever. So Jesus is the most reliable anchor that you can hold on to. So brethren, I ask you again, who is your anchor? As we enter day two of the month of September, your month of all and good news, who is your anchor? Is he your supervisor? Is he your friend? Is he your parent? Is he your neighbor? Is he a particular place? Make Jesus your anchor. And no matter how the storm ranges, God will sustain. And that's why uh, one aspect of the songs said, when storm ranges, you are in charge. When there's darkness, you are in charge. When men failed me, you are in charge. You are in charge, Holy Ghost, you are in charge. Mm -hmm. You are in charge, Holy Ghost, you are in charge. When storm ranges, when storm ranges, you are in charge. When there's, when there's darkness, you are in charge. When man failed me, when man failed me, you are in charge, you are in charge, Holy Ghost, you are in charge, you are, you are, you are in charge, Holy Ghost, you are in charge. When storm ranges, when storm ranges, you are in charge, when there's darkness. You are in charge when men fail me. You are in charge. You are in charge. Holy Ghost, you are in charge. Now you are going to pray. You are going to lift up the voice. You are going to mute your devices this morning as you pray. You are going to say, Father. Okay. Or mute the devices and open your mouth and pray and say, Father, 
Thank you for being my anchor in the midst of storm. Open your mouth and give him thanks. If you are here this morning and your life is not in Christ, then that means your life is in crisis. Jesus is the most reliable anchor you can rest on. Jesus is your anchor for life. So you are here this morning, you have not invited Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Give him a chance in your life this morning and in your home, in your family, and he will calm every storm. So you are here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying for me on the cross of Calvary. And I thank you for rising up on the third day to give me a place in eternity. I thank you for forgiving my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Oh, Lord Jesus, bless me from every sin. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost according to your word in Ephesians 1, verse 13. Thank you for saving my soul. As many that have prayed this prayer, I pray for you in the name of Jesus. The Lord forgive you your sins. Your names are written in the book of life. In the name of Jesus, every storm I command them to cease. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. If you are sleeping, I want you to make sure you position yourself where to pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Your next prayer point you are going to say, Father, you are my anchor. Please deliver me from all every trouble and storms ahead of this month and the remaining days of this year. My anchor for life. Hey, open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus. The psalmist says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Lord Jesus, you are my very present help in trouble. In the name of Jesus, deliver me from every trouble, every storms that the enemy has put in place for this month. I will not fall into them. In the name of Jesus, you are my anchor for life, brethren. The Lord brought you here to preach and to hear his word. Say, Lord, as I go out today, you are my anchor for life. 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 belego ni belego you are my anchor for life. Commit your way into the hand of God today. Commit your way to the hand of God today. Say, Father, in this month of good news, you are my anchor. I look unto you for journey mercy. I look unto you for provision. I look unto you to fight for me. Every storm that the enemy might be ranging around your people, you are our anchor. Jesus, you are our anchor. Jesus, you are our anchor. Jesus, you are our anchor. As we go out today, you are my anchor. As family go out today, you are our anchor. As we go out today, you are our anchor. Lord Jesus.
As we enter, as we are moving to the end of 2021, you are my anchor. You are my anchor. Every storm the enemy might have put in place, Lord Jesus, you are my anchor. Uphold my family. To somebody you are investing. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. Now, to somebody you are investing into your future. So I want you to still pray for this month as we go out today. Jesus, be my anchor. That is your last prayer. Jesus, as I step out today, be my anchor. Be the anchor of my children. Be the anchor of my wife. Be the anchor of my husband. Be the anchor of my family. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. Commit the month into the hand of God. Commit October, commit November, commit December, the remaining days of the year. Say, Lord, Jesus, be my anchor. Be my anchor. Be my anchor. Be my anchor. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Now, while I pray for you this morning, the Holy Ghost will empower us to do. You see, while we're praying, the Lord opened my eyes. I saw a man. And I believe the man is among us. I saw a man holding towards his tummy. Towards his tummy. Towards his private part. And I was trying to understand why. The Lord told me you have an idea. Also, in the same direction. I saw another woman too, holding on to a tummy, tummy area. And, and I said, what is the meaning of this? She said, the woman has fibro. So this morning, I want everybody place your hand on your tummy. Place your hand on your tummy as I pray by the help of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, you know that I did not plan for this. Neither did it cross my mind, but you revealed it because you want to solve the problem. Anyone with pancreatic problem, any of the brothers, men, children with problem with aenea, that's having aenea problem, this morning, everyone placing their hand on their tummy, maybe the enemy, maybe you did not even know that that thing is there, but you know that maybe when you walk, you are tired, or there are some symptoms you have seen in your body. Maybe as a young man, I pray for you this morning. Anyone having history of aenea, anyone having aenea in their body, be healed in the name of Jesus. As you lay your hand on your tummy, as you lay your hand on your body, I command that idea to disappear. In the name of Jesus. You, you spirit of infirmity that causes idea, lose your grip over the people of God in the name of Jesus. I pray this morning in the name of Jesus. Any woman suffering from fibroid and is threatening your life. In the name of Jesus, you fibroid. I command you to go now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Anyone with fibroid problem, single sisters, 
married women, expectant mothers, be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. And if you are expecting baby, that fibro turned to a wonderful baby in the name of Jesus. Amen. And if you are not expecting baby in the name of Jesus, you fibro, I command you to go and never to return in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for you, you will never be sick. Amen. I pray for all our male children, you will never have anemia. That is not your portion in the name of Jesus. All our men, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Pancreatic crisis, be healed in the name of Jesus. Jesus, you are our anchor for life as we go out today. Be our anchor in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid.